soul and the mind If you wanna test me, I'm sure you'll find Those things I'll teach you, be sure to beat you Nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher Now kick! Welcome to So Many Bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and joining me from his palatial studio apartment in Chicago is Brandon Shockney. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well, Bill. How are you? I'm doing all right, thanks. Uh, just good to have you on again. Thank you for having me. I, always a pleasure. You know, on the walk over here, I was like, man, it's hot. And, and I mean, obviously, it's like 90 degrees out. And it took me 10 minutes into the walk to realize one side of the street was totally sunny and the other was totally shaded. Okay. So you made the switch eventually. We made the switch. Okay. We reached the, the finish line eventually, but <laughs> it's like, man, how does the sun work? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough right now, but that's okay. It's all right. I'd rather have this than Chicago cold. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like the people who are down south who complain. It's like, two inches of snow. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're just... We're foreign northerners. We can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a quick reminder, So Many Bits is brought to you in part by the Second Wind Collective. For more quality podcasts like this one, please visit secondwindcollective.com for details. Now, Brandon, mm-hmm. you know, you've been playing some uh, video games. I have. I, I, excellent. Good. Good. All right. Short Good. segment otherwise. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, why don't you talk about one? Sure. Um, well, I just uh, recently uh, bought and completed uh, Inside, um, so uh, the follow-up to uh, Limbo, uh, kind of the spiritual successor, if you will. Um, yeah, it's and it was fantastic. Um, I mean, I beat it in a course of like two days, uh, just because it was so kind of addictive, and I wanted to know what was happening next, and it was just very charmingly weird and scary um it, it was just great atmosphere to the whole thing because the original limbo was a, a horror game it, like you, you you go through a, a dark landscape it was like all black and then mm-hmm. usually like you'd walk two steps and a spider would come down and eat. right it was like uh kind of like a puzzle horror game so you yeah there'd be like a spider and you would die and so over the course of the next few minutes you have to find out how do I keep from dying from the spider? <laughs> um, and this is kind of the same thing. It's like uh, you're running um, and you're being chased by a dog and the dog catches you. But if you look around, there's like ways to avoid the dog if you kind of keep with timing and uh, puzzle elements. Um, so uh, I like that. The, the game uh, is paced really well. Uh, I mean, I thought Limbo was too, but inside it, it's just very nice. You can kind of take some quieter moments to kind of, like, just take in the atmosphere of the game uh, before something big happens. Um, and then the finale is crazy. I won't give any spoilers, um, but so good and so unexpected. Uh, really loved it. Like, it would really diminish it to talk about it here. You should really go out and experience mm-hmm. it yourself. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, it's one of those games where um, you're just kind of thrown into it and you kind of figure out the story as you go along. Um, so I, I really like how it unfolds. Um, so I don't want to give away any, really any plot details. I mean, you're just a boy on the run, um, from people. Uh, and that's, that's all you really need to know going into it. In, in a distant way, that makes it sound a little bit like the original Portal, where you start out and it's right. this one game where you're just like a tester in some lab facility, but then it, it unravels a bit and you realize there's so much more going on in the background. And, yeah. uh, I have 
taking the liberty of just reading what happens on inside. Yeah. And, I, and not playing it because I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a very, very surprising uh, twist at the end. So mm-hmm. I, I can endorse that. Yeah. And it looks incredible. I mean, the the style is very like simple and clean. Um, you know, characters don't really have like face it, facial features. Like everyone is just kind of like a figure. Um, but uh, it's still like the environment is really there's a lot going on. Um, you you know, when you look around, you can just kind of like stop and stay stationary and just kind of watch the world kind of live a little bit before moving on um so i i really appreciate that in um in a video game uh it, it's just it's a, an, an experience uh, which I, I like when video games are same here same here I, I appreciate that uh plenty of room for games just to be games but uh something right. that can deliver narratively as well uh would be awesome yes uh recently i've been playing 999 nine hours nine persons nine doors uh, so originally this was a, a game that came out on like the DS in like '09, but it's gotten a bit of extra popularity recently. Like sequel, and then it's uh, the third game in the series just recently came out in like June uh, for the Vita and 3DS and PC. And if you think of like Saw and Battle Royale and anime all put together into one story, that that's what 999 is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wake up on a ship, you don't know how you got there. The ship is flooding. You get out of the room you're in, um, and you find other people have been trapped on the ship, and that you're trapped in a game by this guy wearing a big black gas mask. And it's like, you have to go through these special numbered doors, otherwise the bomb that's been swallowed will blow up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get the typical, like, uh, intrigue and, and mystery solving and, and Double dealing and backstabbing stuff like that. Is it kind of like a point and click type, like Phoenix Wright almost, where it's just like all text? Now, see, that's that's interesting because yeah. that's how it was on the DS game. Mm-hmm. I'm playing on my iPhone. Uh, they ported it over to iOS, and they changed it. So now I'm just playing the story. They actually stripped out all the puzzles. I guess because I guess because they were worried that like it wouldn't be as manageable with only a small screen and not the double screens you have for the DS. Yeah. So what happens is you'll go into a room and I like I played enough of the game on the DS originally so that I know it's like it'll do these quick flashes of like still shots of the room around you meant to give you clues as to how you should solve a puzzle in this room. But then it's just like Junpei and the others figured out the puzzle here. Uh, <laughs> so do you feel like that's taking out an element that does that lessen your experience with the game, do you feel, or no? No, I okay. when I played it a little bit on the DS, like I played like three hours or so, I didn't really enjoy the puzzle solving. It was not the good kind of adventure game solving. It was, it was just a little bit too uh, abstract, or the connections were too tenuous. Uh-huh. So it was difficult to figure out like what key goes in what hole and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so the fact that they stripped that out, they're just going for the story, is clutch. And also, I, I, I've heard this, but in future games, they would fix it. Uh, one of the things about 999 and the other games is you're meant to replay them multiple times. Because as you go, you're doing like, like a choose-your-adventure-style thing, where because they're the different doors, you can be like, all right, I'm going through the door with XYZ, but next time you can go through with ABC. And you see different divergent storylines that way. But in this game, if you replay, you have to redo the puzzles also. 
Oh. Where in future games they corrected that, where if you solve the puzzle once, you, it's checked off for the rest of your experience. Oh, nice. Okay, that seems like a good system. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so I'm, I'm interested so far. I've played, like, well, I'm mostly playing on, like, a train to and from work, mm-hmm. a little bit at home. And, like, there's some stuff about, like, the Nonary game, which which is the title of the game, and, like, the significance of the number nine. Uh, a bunch of weird mysteries and theories about the Titanic. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and I'm just curious to see where it's going. It looks like I'm nearing the end of my first playthrough based on some story clues, and then, you know, you have to, have to go back through and try some other routes through the game to see the rest of the story. Okay, nice. I might have to pick that up. It sounds like it's a good, like, pick-up-and-play type thing, like, on commutes and stuff. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah, you can just, uh, uh, it'll have a continue. It'll take you right from the same dialogue box you were at. Oh, awesome. Uh, when you last played, and then it's got a good menu for, like, if you want to go back and, like, check a different uh, branch in the game, you can just go right there. Okay. Uh, And it's five bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But uh, if you are interested, also, a non-iOS play, available on DS, it shouldn't be that expensive. Like, they did reprint it eventually. Yeah. Uh, And then also, they are probably bringing out this first game on Steam, and the second game. The third game's already out on Steam, but I wouldn't I would avoid skipping to the third game if you could. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's mostly what I've had a chance to be playing lately, but uh, there there was one other game, but I, I want to, you know, you had some thoughts on that yourself, so. Yes. Um, I Yeah, I wanted to continue to talk about Overwatch. I believe I, I talked about it here last time uh, I was on, but um, they recently went through uh, a few patches. Um, so um, we now have the new character, Ana. Uh, who's great. I've only played with her a couple times. Um, she's uh, definitely feels like a specialized type of character. Like, learning her play is going to take a little time, but I think the idea of a support sniper is very cool, um, and I love the nano boost that she gives other characters uh, to kind of, like, charge them up. Um, that's that's very neat. Um, so, uh, I, I've enjoyed that. Uh, they recently boosted uh, Zenyatta, too, which is great, because Lucio was kind of my, my main go-to healer, um, but I'm really, now that they've increased Zenyatta's uh, orb speed, uh, uh-huh. the way he shoots his Discord and Harmony orbs, uh, and then his ult uh, kind of moves at a much faster pace uh, than it did before. Yeah, he's like on a scooter now, before he was pretty lethargic. Yeah, which is great, because now you can like get to the people that need <laughs> healing or need your shield. Um, so I, I, I've been playing as him more and just kind of like really crushing with him. I, he's such a good combo with any other character. Like if you're just supporting and uh, like a good offense character or a good tank, if you're there right behind them, it's just a, a vicious combo. Um, and then uh, they boosted... Uh, who else did they boost? Diva. Diva got Diva. a big boost. Oh, yeah. Diva, who's my favorite heavy, uh, it, she is so great now. I love the, the toggle between uh, uh, the shield now, yeah, kind yeah. of the refresh, and then her ult not killing her um, is a godsend, because before, I would die maybe 50% of the time. I died so much. So Diva's ultimate is that she's piloting a mech, mm-hmm. and then uh, she can get out of the mech and it will self-destruct. Yes. And, and so before... I mean, it made sense that the explosion would kill her, too, but the fact that they changed it so that it doesn't is much better for play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think a lot more fair. Uh, and then it only takes three seconds to explode yeah. now, um, which is great, because 
you know, it, the worst feeling would be jumping out of that mech, having it explode and only kill you and kill oh, none God. of the enemies. That's the uh, worst. Yeah, would would feel pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I'm loving those uh, buffs. And then uh, I know you play mainly PC. Uh, uh-huh. I'm playing PS4, uh, where they also did a uh, Corbjorn nerf, who his turrets do less damage right. uh, than they did before, which I, I feel was needed. Uh, I, I played Torbjorn a fair amount, um, but uh, I feel that was that was definitely needed, um, at least on console play. It was just, you could get ripped apart by those. Because for better or for worse, his turrets are very, very long range. They lock onto enemy characters very quickly. Yes. So on, on console, where you're working with an analog stick to try and aim, it's a very big disadvantage. With a mouse and keyboard, it's a little more that you can finesse it. Like, uh, for example, Farah has a rocket launcher, so you can kind of like peek around the corner and blast with rockets, even though it's not strictly speaking a good matchup for Farah against Torbjorn. Yeah. Uh, same with like Soldier Seventy Six, he can peek around with his rockets and stuff like that. But yeah, on console, it's just not as easy to make that matchup work for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then the the other big change uh, that I haven't really explored, but I like that they've done is now in competitive mode. You can only have one of each character, um, which I think is great uh, because I would get so sick of seeing, um, you know, a team comprised of three Torbjorns, two Bastions, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and a and a Mercy uh, that would revive all of them at, right when you got rid of them. Uh, so I, I think that's that's great to kind of balance it out, make games a little more fair. There were definitely uh, coming from the background of like card games and stuff. I like broken formats a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was reading about competitive Overwatch play for like the one week they had no cap on uh, heroes, uh, people per hero. Mm-hmm. And it would be like, they showed us, I saw a screenshot on Twitter. It was uh, two Lucio, two Winston, and two Tracer on one team. And the other team was two Lucio, two Winston, and two Tracer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I bet that was interesting to watch. Because <laughs> um... uh... <laughs> <laughs> they were running into a ton of problems with that where uh, I think they fixed this now, where when you go into overtime on King of the Hill maps, mm-hmm. uh, the timer winds down, but if you make it onto the hill, then it resets the timer completely. Yeah. So if you have a tracer, she can just like run in, tap the point, and then blink out, and um, it makes it really difficult to hold on just endlessly, because eventually those tracers are going to wind up their ults, and they can just chuck some pulse mines in there, and yeah. maybe just flip the the hill out of sheer luck and like attrition <laughs> right but they, but they got rid of the the hero limit so i think that'll yeah. be better for them i mean it doesn't really matter for us but right still interesting to watch yeah yeah absolutely um yeah I, I really like the patches i like they're continuing to kind of fine-tune the game i it's so addictive and um, such a great experience to play with other people Absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah, had a great time so far. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't see myself putting the game down anytime soon. Nope. Ah, well, then, I guess in that case, that takes care of the games we've been playing lately. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we'll be moving on to Choose Your Fighter. Uh, so for this segment, Brandon and I will square off with one article, news event, or upcoming game that we've discovered until only one of us is left standing. Uh, for this... Uh, I don't know what you had in mind to talk about. Uh, I'll go first, uh, since you went first with the game. Yes. I want to talk a bit about Summer Games Done Quick. Okay. So that's a it's a festival and a Twitch streaming event that happens biannually. Uh, they do an, uh, in the winter, they do Awesome Games Done Quick, and here they do Summer Games. And it's 
bringing together the speedrunning community and having them all fight at one location, and they select weird games or unusual games to do a speedrun of for an audience. Uh, sometimes it's just, uh, you know, you play the regular game. Sometimes it'll have special requirements. Like, for example, if you were playing uh, Ocarina of Time, there might be a, a zero percentage requirement where for how much of the game you, uh, the items and stuff you had to complete. Or it might be like a 100% requirement where you have to collect everything. Oh. And then also there are tool-assisted speedruns where uh, sometimes in games, you know, there's, there's random elements going on behind the scenes where if you're doing a speedrun to get the ideal speed, you're looking for like a one in six event or outcome to occur. And the tool assist will be just, okay, the best outcome occurs. I'm like, we're just going to fix this so it works how it should. Yeah. And then Interesting. with that, that spirals off into basically like hacking the game and getting into some really weird situations where you can like finish Super Mario World in 15 seconds. Wow. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. But, okay, that sounds interesting. Where's that at? Uh, so you can find archives of all the streams on Twitch.com. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really interesting how they push traffic on some of these games. Like, for a while there, Final Fantasy VI uh, was the most watched game on Twitch. Like, huh. 300,000 people watching it. Wow. Some guys uh, do a run. So, yeah, they look at a bunch of different games. Like, they'll pick popular games, like, because this is the 20th anniversary of Super Mario RPG came out this year. Oh, wow. They were, okay. they were featuring that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I watched some runs of, like, Guacamelee, uh, you know, fun indie platformer, and just, like, Hearing them talk so deeply about these subjects and, like, what makes them work and, like, how, oh, you have to do this special little sidestep every, like, three frames to shave, <laughs> like, six seconds off your run. It's like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. These people are pros. Oh, yeah. They must dedicate so much time, so many hours to mastering, like, just a single uh, game, which is kind of mind-blowing. So much Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I was watching a bunch of that. Uh, over the last week or so, as of this recording, it's been finished like for two weeks now, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, still very worth it to go back. These don't really age per se, uh-huh. uh, so you can go check that out. Go check out older ones too. Yeah, I would recommend that. Awesome. Cool. Uh, and, and now you said you had an interesting article. Uh, I, th- yeah. I think so. I think so. Well, there was an announcement here this past week uh, that is for a franchise that is pretty near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I want to talk about it. Two new games were announced coming in 2017 oh for Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. I don't know if you saw this, um, but we have two games coming. One of them I'm way more excited about than the other. Uh, the, the first one I'll talk about, the one I'm not as excited about, is Project Sonic 2017. They don't have a name for it yet. It's from the team that did Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations. Oh, nice. Um, so it's another pair, like another pairing of the Sonic Adventure Sonic, and the classic Sonic kind of taking on together a new threat. Um, so uh, I think people are, are going to be pretty jazzed for that. Um, you know, it, 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 those games were pretty uh, successful and kind of more true to the nature of Sonic. Um, uh, not like those other, uh, like the Sonic Boom franchise, <laughs> which I was not a fan of. Um, Very few were. No, yes. Yeah, and then... What's even more exciting is what's coming out here in, in 2017 uh, for the PS4, and I'm not sure if it's coming anywhere else, uh, is Sonic Mania, um, which is the new 2D uh, Sonic that looks pretty much like um, the original, 
Uh, they're, they're doing all new stages and kind of reimagined versions of classic zones. Uh, and I'm very, very pumped for that. Yeah, let's pretend Sonic the Hedgehog episode 4 didn't exist. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was trying, but it was trying to trying to be two things. It was like, oh, it's still your modern Sonic set in like a classic world. And it was like, uh, it just doesn't, it didn't play as quickly as kind of like the speed that you expect from Sonic games. Um, whereas this one, if, if you watch the trailer of it at all, uh, it just looks really like classic Sonic Man, and I am so ready for it. I'm excited to hear that. I, yeah. I, I was, I heard like a, I read a tweet like saying Sonic Mania coming out in 2017. It's like, well, okay, mm-hmm. well, we'll see how this goes because for so long they lost the script to their own work. They're like, right, like ever since basically like Sonic and Knuckles, they've been trying to make a new thing, and then like. They Kind of got back there with Sonic Generations, but still, it still has half the game is like the 3D uh, new style Sonic games. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess people they, grew up playing those, so okay. Yeah, they need they definitely need a win, right? Team Sonic needs a win. They really uh, do. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm I am a big fan. I I love the the 2D originals. I'm a big fan of Sonic Adventure. I bought a Dreamcast just for Sonic Adventure, um, and. Uh, that and Sonic Adventure 2 were kind of big staples of my kind of earlier uh, gaming life. Um, so uh, I still want the best for those 3D games as well. I'm like, come on, please make you know Sonic Project Sonic 2017 great. Uh, I would love to have two Sonic games out that are both awesome. Yeah, uh, and both kind of tackling different things. Like we have. Uh, you know, Project Sonic probably wants to be like Super Mario Galaxy, whereas, you know, Sonic Mania wants to be like new Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's just like, they, I want them to have that levels of success again, um, rather than Sonic's best appearance being in Super Smash Brothers. Um, <laughs> now I'll show you! <laughs> he's also in Lego Dimensions. Um, That's which pretty weird. It is weird. As Lego Sonic is strange to me, but... I, I really want to like Lego Dimensions because I like some of the franchises. I like Adventure Time. I like Portal mm-hmm. being in there. I like the Doctor Who. Doctor Who, Simpsons. Uh, but it, Ghostbusters. It, it, Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it's hard, though. It's a, it's a Lego game. Uh, so, I mean, if you like those games, uh, then you should go after that. I just, like, they're all kind of samey to me. Well, and it's, it's another one of those game franchises where it's like, you gotta buy the stuff. Like, it's a never-ending, yeah. like, hole of content that you have to have to purchase. Um, so I, I've never been a big fan of that or like Skylanders or Disney Infinity RIP. Um, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think Disney Infinity I was the most uh, keen on because I was like, man, I just want to collect those little minifigures that are that are so detailed and well done. But I have no interest in like the plug in. Take your action figures and plug them into a virtual world. There will be a time pretty soon, maybe even like this Thanksgiving where it's like, Ah, Disney figure is fifty percent off, or like buy yeah. one get one free and stuff like that. So if you're looking to collect those, that, I might. that'll be your opportunity. I think. Yeah, yeah, I might have to. Getting back to Sonic, though, the mm-hmm. one thing, I, I, my theory is that when they were trying to like make more newer Sonics over time, they realized that the actual games are very short if you make them so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, right. uh, if you do a game that's just like all a three D Sonic game, like I remember. Uh, playing Sonic Adventure 2, and I love the City Escape level. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was, that was a lot of fun to play. But if you did 10 of those, the game would be like two hours. Right. 
So you need like those knuckles levels where he's like digging for gems and stuff to like <laughs> to pad the game a little bit. Yeah, those Sonic levels were clearly like the best levels of the game. Um, I remember that City Escape. That was the very first like thing you do in Sonic Adventure Two, and I remember uh, when it was a demo on another uh, Dreamcast game, and I played the crap out of that demo because I was like, I wait for this. This is amazing. Uh, I, I, I got like 100% on the demo level uh, because <laughs> I played it so much. Uh, but yeah, I I love Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, the the Knuckles levels towards the end are especially frustrating um, when you're trying to just like finish the game. There's a lot of like Knuckles underwater and you're like, uh, no. Oh, no, no, I don't no, want to no. dig for Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> I just want to be supersonic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and like that's a the thing they've probably tried to work around for a while. Is like, how do we make this game where it's just like a, a lasting experience? But maybe now there's some openness to the idea of if you have a really tight, like three hour Sonic game where you're blasting through levels and you finish them all in like three minutes or whatever. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's a fun experience. You can you can market that for like twenty five bucks, twenty bucks, right? And, and recapture that old Sonic mm. feeling. Yeah. I mean, let's get back to the days of the classics, like Shadow the Hedgehog. Do not steal. <laughs> I avoided that game like the plague. I, 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 it's hard to imagine how that even exists. I, I, the fact that it was like, let's give Shadow the Hedgehog a gun. Oh my god. And run around and shoot his gun. Sonic will <laughs> appear, but you won't play as him. I, at least it let like, Cold Steel the Hedgehog exists and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I can... Uh, <laughs> there are... You you have no idea the depths of the internet where it's, like, Hedgehog Fighting Academies, and, like, there are so many Hedgehog Sonas out there. Oh, uh, I would... My favorite Twitter of all time is hashtag, or at BadSonicFanArt, um, which is all the deviant, uh, deviant art pages of people doing their own creations of Sonic the Hedgehog or uh, uh, Sonic-inspired um, artwork, uh, that is incredible. Um, definitely check it out. So like, I'm torn about that a little bit because, mm-hmm. I mean, I assume it's all anonymous. It's just like the art itself. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I feel a bit better about that. Yeah, yeah I, they, don't, they don't ever link it back to the original artist, I don't think. Uh, it's just kind of like, here's this crazy thing about Sonic. Like, <laughs> All right, this is someone's interpretation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we're looking forward to the two new Sonic games coming yes. out in 2017. I feel like that's the refrain. I mean, wait till 2017 for the games that you actually want to play. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked for that. Um, I'm stoked for Bioshock Collection. Uh, is kind of like my big, like, give me that. Uh, which I think is coming out actually this year. Yeah, um, yeah, that should be out. And then uh, Persona 5. Uh, I already have my pre-order for the ultimate like edition. Oh, same, uh, same. I am ready for that uh, because I love those that franchise very, very much. Um, yep. As far as games coming out this year, like um, uh, the new Phoenix Wright game is coming out in September. Oh yes. Well, um, I I don't think I told you I got rid of my Oh no. So I might I might uh, I did get rid of it, uh, but I might repurchase for. Some, just in time for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Okay. If there's like a combo of like the 3DS with the game, I might do that. I bet there will be. I would yeah. be very surprised if there wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, like also, ReCore looks pretty cool. That's coming out. That'll be available on PC mm-hmm. as well as Xbox. Uh, I'm, not, I'm interested in Gravity Rush 2. Oh, you see, I've never played the original, but I've, I've heard I've heard good things. It's on sale remastered right now for PS4, so mm-hmm. I, I might pick that up for, during the current sale and check that out. Okay. Uh, it looks pretty uh, pretty. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to know more about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, like Persona uh, 5, Legend of Zelda, Bloodstained, Mass Effect. Oh, right. Mass Effect. I keep forgetting that that's happening. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, I think the remake might be coming out in oh, 2017. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Episode 1, maybe? I've been kind of, I, I gotta be honest, I've been kind of disappointed in Square Enix uh, in the past like year or so. I, I just, I feel like they have lost a lot of uh, momentum for me. Uh, I used to like live and breathe on their every word, you know, I was like, yes, the new game, the new announcement. But um ever since Final Fantasy thirteen, I've distanced myself. Uh, I can't help it. Square, if you put out like Einhander and Valkyrie profile on the PS3 eShop, I'll forgive most of your sins. <laughs> I just want to play my old PlayStation games on like a modern console and not spend eighty dollars on a disc. Okay? I I absolutely agree. Also Give me Kingdom Hearts 3. Give me it now. Oh, uh, we can't give you Kingdom Hearts 3, but we can give you uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't finish saying the title yet. No, no. <laughs> it's probably very long and obscure and has slashes and dots in it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one thing. I love Kingdom Hearts, but man, the story, you got to like really research to kind of make sense of all of that. Yeah. Uh, which is why. Why did they make it so complicated? But whatever. It's almost like that's the story that I mean I have no idea, but it, mm-hmm. like that's the story they wanted to do, and like the Disney characters are like a bridge to that story. And now, <laughs> if so, that's like that would be very sad. Yeah. And then, well, on that sour note, uh, <laughs> I think that brings this episode of so many bits to a close. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Brandon, I think you have a few different things going on right now. I do. Uh, this is plugs. Yes, plugs portion. Plugs. Okay, Go great. For it. Yes, fantastic. Um, well, uh, speaking of podcasts. Uh, please uh, check out the podcast that I host uh, called uh, with my buddy John Pernasek called How Rude, the Full House Podcast, where we cover each and every episode of Full House. We're currently in season six, um, so you can find that on iTunes and on Facebook. Uh, so check that out. And then um, I also perform at IO Chicago every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Uh, with my two-person team with Nico Carter called Shrink Ray. Uh, I can cut in here. I've uh, you were about to say it. I'm yeah, sorry. Bill. No, Bill. I uh, came to a show the other week. It was very nice. Well, uh, I, I hope you I enjoyed to, yourself. I had to know for sure if, yeah. I, you know, if I was comfortable with you plugging this on the <laughs> podcast. And now I can confirm it's worth seeing. Oh, uh, thank you, Bill. Thank you for coming. Um, and yes, please, please come check it out. And then, uh, sorry, uh, you also are doing improvised Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh yes, thank you for reminding me. We have uh, one more of those coming up August second. Okay, this will be out before that. Okay, ex- excellent. Um, I wasn't sure, but uh, yes, yeah. uh, that is at stage seven seven three, um, August second. Improvised Legends of the Hidden Temple. I play one of the contestants, one of the children um, that uh, is competing in the temple. Um, so uh, it's a lot of goofy fun. Uh, if you have nostalgia for uh, that show, or even if you don't, uh, definitely come check it out. Now you're on the good team, right? The Blue Barracudas. Uh, last time I was on the Green Monkeys. Um, so... Alright, well, it's... We'll see what I am this, this, 
coming. I might be, I might still be Green Monkeys. I might be Blue Barracudas. I, I hope you all enjoyed hearing Brandon on his final episode of So Many Bits. <laughs> uh, your allegiance is strong. <laughs> we can be reached by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're So Many Bits on there. Please give us a like. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at So Many Bits. Like us on SoundCloud or subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And last but not least, please listen to the Second Wind Collective for other quality podcasts. Support independent art. The spirit of Dell compels you. Attention all units. Suspects seen heading south. Off all major roads. Capture the suspect.